Hello everyone uh, and welcome to another 11pm belly squeeze cap, I mean nightcap. Uh, Krista's wants somebody to squeeze her belly, I'm assuming that she ate a lot of delicious food. And I stopped in with some frogs and hearts. And King Dinosaur stopping in with a good evening. Hello and how's everyone out there in its television land? Uh, you will see that I do not have my traditional glass of whiskey. Instead, I have a Mexican coffee. So I got uh, a little bit of some tequila, a tiny bit of some uh, Kahlua, a little bit of some cinnamon and brown sugar, and coffee. So we're having a Mexican coffee today for no reason. For no reason. And the reason why I say for no reason is because this thing, in Mexico, they don't, Cinco de Mayo is not a thing, really. It, it, like, <clears throat> I love Mexicans. I love Mexico. I love fucking everybody and think everybody should celebrate all of their great culture all the time. No matter who you are, where you are, what country you're from, let's all celebrate all of the awesome shit we all have together. But it is Cinco de Mayo. <clears throat> and uh, I did not go out for any sort of Cinco de Mayo thing today. Uh, I had other shit to take care of. So, I decided because I was out of whiskey, I was going to make an, uh, a Mexican coffee. Meow the cat is dead uh, and is too addicted to kingdom come. So don't mind him, but he's still leaving a support lurk. Take care, yummy, I'll take care. Don't mess with Stabby McStab face. Kingdom come, one of the best weapons is... Uh, or great weapon slash attack is just the poke stab attack with a shield and just poking people and knocking them out. Especially when you get like the poison shit, you just bonk right in the face. Boof! And then just it's hilarious, hilarious game. But Krista ate way too much. It's good. It sounds like a lot of fun. And you just do give him the pokey poke. Especially when you catch him aware and you just take the mace and just go bop right in the face and they just fucking pass out. <laughs> And then everybody starts running. Ah! <laughs> Pokety poke. Cheers to that. Wow, this is really hot. Woo! Oh, it's good though. Then you went out to a place Adam Sandler frequents to eat more. <laughs> Jesus, how much did you eat? What all did you eat? And thank you, Meow the Cat, for the lurk. I really appreciate that. Uh, make sure, if you can, stop by and give a follow to Meow the Cat, a very nice individual. Uh, it's probably going to be streaming some of this Kingdom Come game. If you're curious to see what that looks like, stop by and check them out. But today's episode is going to be just a little bit more goofy and silly. Because, again, we had kind of a heavy episode yesterday. Thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of that. That was a controversial topic with some pretty heavy graphic stuff. Uh, so we're going to take a break from that and just be goofy today. Um, like I say, and some Mexican coffee. Uh, people are stuffed full of delicious foods. So let's all have a nightcap and just chill out together, okay? Okay. Hmm. Put a little bit of some vanilla protein powder in here. I don't think that really worked quite right. Chunky. Mm. 
But I hope the rest of you are doing well. King Dinosaur, how are you doing? How's the writing going? How's all that going? Hope it's all going good. The title of today's op- uh, uh, episode, though, is Ten Pin. I don't know why or how. We got on the topic of bowling earlier today. And look, I like bowling. I wish I hadn't uh, eventually had some of the physical problems I have because I think bowling is a blast. I was never really that good at it. But if you recall the story of me finding the magical bowling bag in the ditch uh, full of strange bowling supplies, uh, that was not the only such equipment weirdness. Well, maybe not weirdness. I think silliness is probably more uh, appropriate. Krista says, beef, liver, onions, bacon, macaroni, and cheese. You are going to be ripping farts that may actually open up another dimension. Between tacos and then that combo, you're going to be just blasting them. Black Cat's Poppy, uh, how are you? Have you recovered from your time warp? Black Cat's Poppy was traveling back in time and is with us now. Can you bring us uh, reports from the past? Or the, Actually, she does bring us reports from the past on her blog, Black Cat and uh, Poppy's.blogspot. But, I don't know, maybe you went to the future? Hmm. Hmm. But, uh... I, at one point, so I found this bowling bag in a ditch and decided, it's kind of a nice bowling bag, I think I'm going to use it. And uh, even though inside of it, it had a bunch of supplies, the one thing it, well, actually, I think it had bowling shoes in it, but the bowling shoes were obviously rental bowling shoes, which if you get caught bringing those in, it's not so great, so... I just returned them to an alley. Besides, they weren't my size. So I decided I need to go get some of my own bowling shoes. Because what do you guys think the gross factor is on bowling shoes? Like, do you think that's gross? Like having to wear somebody else's like slimy, sweaty bowling shoe? You said a Rube Goldberg accent with a bunch of broken glass. What the fuck? What did you do? All right. We need the story. Black Cat, if you can, take the time. Let us know what happened. But I was always, outside of just the gross factor, I always felt like the heel on those shoes was always fucked up. And so it would, like, fucking scrape your skin. And I don't know. <clears throat> I was like, man, I'm going to get some of my own bowling shoes. I want some, some ones that fit. They do hold some on Lysol. Although it's it's probably that generic industrial whatever cleaner. It's probably not even Lysol, let's be honest. It's probably just air freshener. And everybody's getting horrendous athlete's foot and fungus and warts. <laughs> you picked up some of that yummy pink stuff. Wait, what? Yummy pink stuff? What yummy pink stuff? I'm now slightly afraid. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Like, 
Circuit. Oh, imagine strawberry flavored circus peanuts. Or if they made like a chocolate, like a Necco wafer flavored circus peanut. I feel like the the orange creamsicle sugar flavor. They could like. I know a lot of people don't like that flavor, but like, come on. If you ever want to just get cranked on your mind or get diabetes, fucking circus peanuts. Oh, Pepto. Oh, I love Pepto-Bismol. Pink bismuth delicious. Here's Black Cat's big story. She doesn't even know. <laughs> she touched her glass on the edge of a lamp and it exploded with a bunch of sharp shards that lurched precariously near her wrist in the dark. Was the glass full of a delicious cold liquid? Because if the glass was full of a delicious cold liquid, and then you touched it to the lamp, and the lamp was hot, that's why your glass is going to explode. But I'm very happy to know that these sentient pieces of glass uh, did not decide to attack your delicious, juicy wrist tendons and arteries and veins, because that would be sad and bad, and we can't have that. So, what I would recommend is you move uh, entirely to Dart Phone Cups. To read the Dart Phone Cup, uh, Phone Cup Company's thing, it um, they're safer. They're not like they used to be. The foam, the styrofoam that they use now is not like the styrofoam back in the day. So it was lime juice. So you had a delicious, cool, ice cold, refreshing lime juice, and you touched it to lamp. That's probably what did it. Gotta watch those temperature changes on regular glass. Doesn't work very well. Coffee mugs are a little better. I like ceramic. I think it handles that a little better, but like a regular glass glass. Aye. Especially if it's like an old, like I have these old beer glasses from like Coors and like Stroh's and everything. And those are like the old glass, it gets very brittle like that. Uh, temperature changes that shit just, just fucking disintegrates. And one where it was just like, just like water. I dropped ice cubes into the glass and that temperature change was enough and the bottom just cracked out and just fell out of the bottom of it. So, uh, I hope you're okay. I'm, you sound like you're okay. I'm glad you're okay, but I'm sorry you had to clean up a giant mess. I hate cleaning up messes. I don't really like cleaning up in the first place, but I feel like a mess is just like, I didn't need this right now. I just wanted to enjoy a nice, cool class, glass. What is wrong with my speech? Am I like drunk off my ass or what the fuck's going on? A nice glass of lime juice. I haven't even had that much to do. What the fuck? It's like chunks. Mm. Um, yeah, it was like me when I threw up, uh, projectile vomited all over my living room and covered my floor and hallway and barf. I didn't need that. It was like late at night. It was just, uh, no, I don't need this right now. Um, bowling. So I'm going to go get these bowling shoes. So I went to Kmart. If you're unfamiliar with Kmart, Kmart. 
was uh, started, I believe, by the Kresge Corporation as a part of their Five and Dime store. But Kmart was very popular uh, around here in Michigan. It was kind of lower-priced goods, but a solid store. And Kmart had some Brunswick bowling shoes in stylish black for $10. And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to go get these bowling shoes. I feel a little happy about it. So I shoved the bowling this dude kind of like starts making fun of me because of my bowling shoes. Oh, fucking Kmart bowling shoes. Uh, you know, if you really want to get a good game, you need to get like a professional pair. I'm like, it's made by fucking Brunswick brand. What the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, oh no, you know, I, I just got these new shoes. And so he's out there and he's like, I'm bowling okay. You know, you do the sort of toe heel slide with like the nice little... You know, you get the little glide action. And he's having trouble because his shoes aren't broken in enough. Oh, well, the pads on mine, they they take a little bit to get worn in. So he's like doing the herky-jerky leg. Black hat, unbelievable. Um, And so he's like, oh, I think I'm going to put some of this. So he reaches into my magical bowling bag. And he's going to get some... I think it was just called like Ultra Slide or something. It's basically just a, a powder that you put on there to make the bottom of your bowling shoe more slippery. So he reaches in there to get some of this Ultra Glide so that it will help him slide. And so he puts it on the bottom of his shoe. And he goes out there to bowl. And he takes like two steps and goes to slide. And falls flat on his fucking face. Just fucking slips and falls, drops the bowling ball, bowling goal goes on the lane, fucking bashes knees and everything up. I, of course, laughed my ass off because, number one, fuck you, you made fun of my shoes. And B, I feel like maybe that magical bowling bag was like, watch, I'll get them for you, buddy. And maybe, like, that's what I like to think. I like to think that the bowling bag that was rescued from the ditch had a little bit of some sort of mystical, sinister power. And uh, gave that guy his comeuppance by making the ultra slide. And then and then he couldn't keep the bowling ball on his hand because he had the ultra slide on his hand. And he's dropping the ball. Like, I don't know, man. My uh, $10 Kmart shoes to be doing just fine. Thank you very much. And he bowled like shit. And I didn't bowl great, but I bowled better than he did. Gamer Lab 1, stopping in. Hello, Gamer Lab 1. How are you? Talking a little bit about bowling silliness at the moment. Black Cat wore bowling shoes her first night of longsword. Big mistake. I was sliding everywhere. Entertaining, though. I have to ask a very important question. What on earth... Possessed you to wear bowling shoes to longsword training. <laughs> the teachers were laughing. <laughs> Who does? Did you think you were going to do like these sweet ninja slide moves? I mean, I, I guess if all you ever had were your clod hoppers, that was probably a better choice. I mean, maybe. But then you could have tripped people with your extra-large clown shoes. You could have used that like a special technique. Uh, 
Oh, Black Cat, you're my favorite. <laughs> These were like tap dancing shoot. I don't know. You thought, yes, yeah, sweet sliding moves. Yeah, that's that's only only in the movies. That that doesn't just like jumping moves. It's not not so good. So, another time, we go bowling, and this uh, table that's like, well, not table. Well, I guess it was a table. The lane, like two lanes down from us, they had a table that was back behind, uh, you know, their lane where they had like a bunch of snacks and food and all this stuff. And... Um, these people are getting their stuff ready. So they have their bag open. They're opening their bowling bags. They're getting all their stuff ready. And uh, this woman comes back to the table. And she's got a uh, like a tray of wings and a pitcher of beer. And as she gets near the table, she <laughs> is about to put the stuff down on the table when a guy next to her who's just finished like tying his shoes he goes to stand up bumps into her she dumps the wings onto this guy who's wearing some like white bowling shirt so he gets fucking hot wing sauce and shit all over his shirt and then she drops the pitcher of beer and the way she drops the pitcher of beer it almost in entirely and perfectly pours right into this other woman's bowling bag. So her fucking bowling shoes and her bowling ball and everything just got completely soaked with a pitcher of beer. And they're all like yelling at one another and shit. And we're just a couple lanes over trying so hard not to laugh at them. Like... That is fucking classic. Like, that's some Three Stooges sit, uh, sitcom level shit happening right there. <laughs> there was a time in the 80s when King Dinosaur wanted bowling shoes because he saw pictures of Iron Maiden wearing what looked like bowling shoes. And we were impressionable youth. But yes, bowling shoe uh, shirts, greater than bowling shoes. I love a good bowling shirt. I wish, like, I want to get some sleeveless bowling shirts. Just cause that says like Earl, or like Walt, Walter, Walter Subject, like Earl or like Al, like bowling is fucking classic. Used to bowl on camping trips as a kid. Gamer Lab One, when like I feel like our family, we used to go on on these little trips and vacations, and I feel like the one smart thing that our parents used to do is that there would usually be either some sort of bowling alley or something like that nearby uh that way if it rained and you got like rained out or whatever it was like all right kids well let's go bowling and you could always go to the bowling alley and dad could sit there and get ripped on a pitcher of beer while we fumbled around in the bowling lane you have a new idea for your tricky dick tweets are you starting up yet another account 
But yeah, if it rains or the weather's cold or shitty or whatever, just fucking go bowling, dude. Oh, that would be that would be such a fun adventure. Take like some road trip like across the country and like only stop to like eat in whatever in bowling alleys. And like stay at the bowling alley until the bowling alley closes and then you get back on the road. Oh, that would be so fun. That would be so weird. Oh my god, if only I was rich. I would so fucking do that. We call it like Across the Lane documentaries of one man's journey through bowling alleys across the USA. What state do you feel like has the best and worst bowling alleys? Anyone? Bowling alleys are one of the few places kids could be, wait, could be arse shit-faced adults in public with no problem. Like it was encouraged behavior. Could be arg. No, he's arguing. King Dinosaur typos. May have had one too many Mexican coffees tonight. It's all right. I've already mashed potato mouth about 10 sentences. So, you know, that's where you drank your Boone's Farm. Oh, God. Boone's Farm gives you like the worst headaches. What is that like? This guy, you know, he used to get, it was like six ninety nine for like three bottles or some shit. And he would get like the Boone's Farm, like tropical pinata, like pina colada and like the, oh my God, he'd get the sweetest shit. And then he would like pour vodka on it and just get ripped. Like, oh my God. Ah, could be around shit-faced adults. Right. Bowling. It's a classic bowling alley story. The adults get wrecked and the kids uh, terrorize the claw machine and the arcade games. But seriously, I'm curious. What states or state or states... Do you guys think of like the best and worst bowling alleys? I feel like the best bowling alleys are going to be in the New England states. Because I feel like we had like, what's his name? Like Pete Weber and like Parker Bone. That dude looks like some speed dealer mustache serial killer, but man, could that guy fucking bowl. But like, I feel like that was like a Eastern thing, like Boston and like, you know, fucking New Hampshire, like they're going to have like the best bowling alleys. I feel like the worst bowling alleys are going to be in like, Black has says, I don't know. I think maybe these might be still original in Nebraska and Kansas. Well, if they're still the original ones, they're probably terrible. If you don't fix and maintain those lanes, the boards go warped and shit. It's like throwing a, It's like, I mean, you might as well just go feather bowling at that point. Oh, I bet Boston Actress can bowl. She's probably fucking, she's probably, she's probably got like a 256 average or some crazy shit. <clears throat> she just dominates. Krista's probably a pro bowler too. I feel like the worst bowling alleys would probably be like South Dakota or like Idaho. Well, maybe not Idaho. Utah. I feel like Utah bowling alleys are not going to be good. 
I just feel like that's not a Utah thing. Like, I'm not hating on them, but I feel like Mormons probably aren't big into, like, bowling. And just not, it's a lot of drinking and just, it, I feel like Utah bowling alleys aren't going to be good. Maybe the, yeah, the Dakotas. I feel like Oklahoma could be a ringer. Oklahoma bowling alleys might be fucking lit. <clears throat> that could be an absolute knockdown dragout ball. <gasps> Black Cat's dad was involved in pro bowling promotion wise? <gasps> Dude, that is so cool. Gamer Lab One says to me, all bowling places are the same, but I've just been to like five places. So they have this really old one that's here, Thunderbird Lanes. It's been there for ages that is, like, super fucking cool. It's all, like, 60s, 70s retro in there. And it's, like, super solid. But then, like, you'd go to some of the new ones that try to do the whole, like, super ultra global! And it's, like, super loud and all, like, I don't know, gaudy and just, just kid noisy. I'm like, no, this isn't a bowling alley. You took a Chuck E. Cheese and put a bowling lane in it. That's not... I don't like that at all. You remember about 20 years ago? to go, Yeah, glow bowling. Glow, it was, it was, and that was like, oh shit, turn the lights off and let's glow bowl. Oh, like teenage kids just making out in the dark. Yeah, black night bowl. Uh, but if you're like, man, I just came here to like bowl bowl. This fucking sucks. I can't do it. It's too loud and it's fucking throwing me off. I'm just... <laughs> King Dinosaur for a while was really into watching professional bowling on Sunday afternoons. He actually got really obsessed with it. I used to watch that with my dad. It was like sleepy Sunday afternoon shit. You come back from church and he'd like put on bowling. He'd fall asleep. <clears throat> He's ready for this? Okay. Parker Bone coming up he needs to convert at least seven pins on the first ball he's coming in off a good uh, match last week where he finished out the last five frames uh, closed them looks like well it looks like that was a pretty bad split he's gonna have to go ahead and pick up a nine pin here and strike on the next frame if he's going to have any chance of catching up to Pete Weber. God, it was the most calmly... It was like Bob Ross level shit. Just... And then they tried to make it all extreme. Because they were like losing audience. And so they were like... I think it was Pete Weber. He started getting all intense and shit. Wearing like pit, pit vipers. And then they all started to get like... Action packed. I'm like, no, I want I want to go back to like the 70s, like bushy mustache, like it's like serious and quiet. <laughs> Sleepy stuff. Krista says that now she needs the bumper rails. I haven't been in so long, I bet you I would too. Black Cat's uh Black Cat probably didn't like it when the computerized crap took over the scoring. She liked keeping score. I, I agree, but I disagree. I'll get back to that in a minute. King Dinosaur got excited because this guy from Tacoma is kicking ass every week and heading for the trophy. Local hero. <clears throat> We've got the local champion, Scott West from Tacoma. He's joined the tour this year 
after putting in an impressive performance in his first two games. Let's see how he does here in his first two frames as he steps up to the line. I need to just do bowling announcer like ASMR. Black Hat was always a horrible bowler. But did you have fun? That was always the thing with bowling. Is you just have fun. Krista says I still suck a little. I mean, I probably do. I'm probably terrible at this point. But you just go and have fun. You have a couple pitches of beer. You shoot the shit. You throw the ball. Fucking. But the only thing that I liked about the computerized scoring... Because we had some dudes who were like super intense. And every now and then you'd be like, wait a minute. I thought you scored. Like that kept down the cheating of people who weren't paying attention for those who were back there with the old pencil. Uh, you know, while you were up there throwing the ball, they're going to write a little line over so that they're for the, so their fucking single pin is now a seven. Uh, no, excuse me, sir. Now, uh, wait a second. Podcast folks, we're going to take a break and then I got a funny thing. I'll be right back. <laughs> Chris says, I think my lowest game is a 74. I think I had gotten horribly drunk more than once and had like a fucking 40 or some just awful shit. <laughs> Ball's like not even, it's like not even, it's like, hey, that's not even in the lane that's turned on. But, but we had this dude, he was like super intense. Okay. And Magic the Gathering had, had come out and this guy was like super into it. And he was all excited because he got this, just, you guys are going to love this story. So just bear with me. And he was a good bowler. So this guy was one of the better bowlers in the group that we used to go with regularly. But he's all excited because he has this card from Magic the Gathering called the Shivan Dragon. S-H-I-V-A-N Dragon. And he thinks that like, oh man, that card is unbeatable and it's dragons and he's fucking unbeatable. So we go bowling. And they have the digital computers up there. And they had a, these little screens that would play animations and like flash your name when you got either a strike or a turkey or I think even a, a, if you pick up a spare or whatever, right? <clears throat> so everybody's going to get up there and put in their names and put in their initials, right? So, you know, you got CG and whatever. And it's like, they're not going to use their real names like Joe. And so everybody's going to put like a crazy name in there, right? So... This dude gets up there, and he's going to be the Shivan Dragon. So he puts in Shivan Dragon. Right? Well, the scorecards that are up there that show, they're not going to show the whole name. Because they display, they have it, you know, this is again, I, I think, they're probably CRT tube TVs or whatever. So it's not like they have a huge resolution. So the first column is only going to show initials. Although it's going to show your whole name when you get a strike. So, man... This dude can't wait to see Shivan Dragon. Alright. So he gets up there and he's bowling. 
doesn't doesn't convert the first frame, whatever. So he's like, ah. <clears throat> Everybody else bowls, gets around to him, he gets up there. Dude bowls a strike. Oh, Shivan Dragon. Now he loves it. So another round goes through. This is when we get the devious idea. Well, as he's moving about the alley and he's talking, somebody asks him for some advice. So he gets up there and he's talking to him and he's going to prepare for his frame. And while he's not paying attention, we had figured out how you could edit a player on the dashboard. So we quickly pull up the editor on the dashboard and we change his name while he's not looking. And so he gets up there and he throws and he gets a strike. And he's like, yeah! He like points up to the stream, screen for Shiv and Dragon. The thing pops up, sucking dick. <laughs> you couldn't notice it because the initials were still SD. So he's like, yeah! And he turns to look, hey, what's up, sucking dick? <laughs> Oh, you fuckers! <laughs> oh, that's not, that's not my name, Chichen Back! <laughs> so then he came a running thing. Every time he did, he would like not want to, he would always try to keep us in eyesight so that we wouldn't change his name. <laughs> and so he's like, who's good? Gonna just change it back to his regular name, you know, Fred or whatever. <laughs> and he actually got yelled at. He was like, hey, you guys, you can't be putting stuff like that on TV. You know, there's kids and stuff here. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kurgan. Kurgan, by the way. Knows who this person is. <laughs> and I'm sure it's doubly funny for Kurgan. Because the guy that this is for. I love him to death. But if you know him. You know just how hilariously frustrated he would have been at this. <laughs> Good times. So, <laughs> that became just sort of a pseudo thing, like shenanigans of screwing around with a digital scoreboard. So, in a sense, that was also very fun, and in a way more fun than the uh, the paper scorecard. And then, like, some of the bowling alleys, they would have these computerized scoring systems, and some of the graphics were weird. They had this one where it was like this strange goblin thing made out of like little blocks of color like it wasn't like a, a graphic pit and it would do this like thing we're like what is that <laughs> the guy is like i don't know it was like the cheaper system they had and he was like, you want graphics and i was like yeah I don't know what it is. but they got to the point where they would have all sorts of animations and shit up there and so we're watching it the one day and we decide the spalling alley that we've been going to, the 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 manager or owner or whatever is being kind of a fuckhead. And it was starting to become just a shitty crowd over there. So we're like, hey, I think there's this other bowling alley over here. Let's go there 
uh, I think they now have open bowling. It was like a, a Friday thing. We'd always go on like Fridays. It was like Friday night. We'd all go out and we'd all go bowling and then get drunk at some bar or something, whatever afterwards. And um, we go to this new place. <clears throat> they have a great, it's like, you know, it's like a great deal. It's like, I don't know, $6 and you bowl like three games or something like that, or 10 bucks and you bowl three games. I forget what the pricing was, but it was a fairly good price for open bowling. You know, the dollar fifty to rent your shoes if you need to rent shoes, and then you get the three games. And They had a nice bar and food section in the middle. Nice, relatively nice place. And so all there is a group one day. And, um, okay, the, you know, it's, oh, you know, what's the pricing again? Oh, it's so-and-so for three games. Okay, cool. And so we go over and we get set up on our lane. And we start playing. You notice in the back of, my, uh, back of our head that there were two guys that were behind us that also when they got to the front were inquiring about the price and for how many games do you get? And so <clears throat> we go over, we get set up, we're going to start our bowling. And these two guys go over and they're, I think there's like one open lane and then their lane. And so they sit down and they're bowling. And at some point we notice and a buddy of mine goes, hey, wait a minute. He's like, those guys, he goes, I think they've been bowling. How are they in like the third frame? I'm like, maybe they're, like, taking their time or going really slow. He's like, no, I swear. Like, they're up there bowling. Like, this is back on, like, the third frame or something again. And so we look. And on the scorecard up above, you have two gentlemen, Prekka and Sokol. P-R-E-K-K-A and S-O-K-K-O-L. Prekka and Sokol are bowling. And so now we're kind of watching them. Well, these two fellows are clever, right? So what they do is they bowl until about the seventh frame. And then they figure out that, well, what you can do is there's a thing you can hit on the digital scoreboard <clears throat> to basically reset, uh, reset the game, like to reset your game. So it wipes out all your scores. Ah. So these guys, what they're going to do is they're not really, they're going to bowl like they're three games or two games or whatever, but they're going to stay here for hours and bowl. And then they're only going to have to pay like 10 bucks, right? Yeah. Prick and Sokol making the moves. So they're, we're there for hours. Right? We're there for several hours. I can't remember how many games we all bowled, but <clears throat> we had a larger group. It's like, I don't know, one lane, and I think we had like eight people or something on it. So it takes a while to get through if you've never played something like that. You know, it alternates two sides to the lane. It takes a long time. And we're drinking and talking. So they're, we're there for a long time. But Prekka and Sokol are just ripping it up. I mean, those guys, they're talking a little bit, but they're not really getting food. They're not really drinking. Those guys are just bowling. Bowling up a storm. So, as all of this is happening, <laughs> buddy says, those two guys that are over there that are doing this bowling thing, 
They're clever, but not clever enough, I don't think. He's like, they're getting ready to cash out. Watch this. So the two guys go up to the front counter, and they're going to cash out. <clears throat> and the guy at the front counter tells them whatever he tells them. I'm sure he probably said, okay, well, that's nine games apiece. That'll be whatever. Oh, no. No, no. We, we only bowled three games. Only bowled the three games. And so they're arguing back and forth. <laughs> what they didn't realize, well, the computer tracks how many actual frames you close. So even though they would get to the seventh frame and clear the board out, they'd then start over and bowl another thing, and it would be like, yeah, you bowled four, 14 frames. So that's a game and 14 frames. <laughs> so they had like this huge build. <laughs> And they were arguing, and the guy's like, no, it's the it's the frame count. Like, 10 frames is a game, so you, you bowled, like, you know, 80 frames or whatever. That's fucking, no, that, it's, you said game. It's like, that's 10 frames. Doesn't matter if you, and so anyway, this turns into this, like, yelling match where they used to call the manager out, and they're yelling at him, you're trying to cheat us. Dudes are getting all belligerent and shit. That eventually gets resolved. The guys eventually pay whatever they're supposed to pay. Or the guy just told them, fuck off, fine, don't pay, don't ever come back. But uh, to this day, there's a running joke, uh, sort of in our group of friends, about Preka and Sokol. I'm like, in the era of like Sasha Baron Cohen, that would have been an amazing some sort of sketch show comedy whatever thing we're like hey can you imagine those guys like <laughs> they probably went to another bowling alley and tried to do the same thing and hope that nobody would notice just so having this guy was like no it's the frames like you bowl like fuck it <laughs> hilarious so Yes, some adventures in the uh, some adventures in the bowling alleys for sure. I really miss it. It was just a, a fun, funny activity and, and just uh, you know ob observing people. Uh, Krista got uh, into playing eight ball a while ago and sucks at that also. <clears throat> Billions. What I didn't realize when I was younger is that there are different sizes of the pool tables, right? There's like the official large regulation and there's like the smaller tables. I'm not really good at either. Um, and then, of course, there's also bumper pool, which is kind of fun. I actually uh, have an appreciation for bumper pool. It's actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, the people watching and bowling alleys is just fucking fantastic. I mean, in... Jeez, fights in the parking lot, and people just getting sloppy drunk and everything else. Um, people splitting their pants, you know, people going on there and going, going up to a ball, you know, girls wearing way too tight pants and splitting their pants. Um, just classic. I miss it. I really do miss it. I miss, I miss having the gang together and going to, going to play some bowling and I, and I miss playing pool too. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's slop. Like, I... I don't know. Like, there's, like, a, a a curve. And I feel like it's the same for me bowling and pool. Sober, terrible. 
but a few beers in and doing, you know, okay, now you're like, you're, you hit this zone area and now you're good. And then several more beers and now you're back to being exponentially terrible. Uh, what's the leg slide thing people do sometime after throwing the bowling ball? You mean like kicking your one foot back behind, behind your other leg? That's just like good form because you want that leg and hip out of the way as you swing that arm up. Otherwise, if you do it the opposite way, you're going to bang yourself. That's just all like getting the proper posture. And really, if you really want to be good about it, you want to do like this stylish move where you sort of come up and sweep that up and forward, right? Like it's just in the, uh, just in the mechanics, if you really, and especially if you really want to get spin or like a really deep hook. I mean, it's just all, I guess, what makes you more comfortable. I mean, obviously some people will get up there and just like dump throw the ball and they get strikes, but, um... You know, it's just better form. Um, and when you do the slide, you're like, <clears throat> you don't want to, like, to get the slide, you know, you want the forward momentum to help you throw the ball so that you don't, you're not using all of just your arm. You know, think about if you walked up to the line and then stopped, then you'd have to just swing the ball with your arm. So that's, you know, you're going from a object now that's not moving to trying to just throwing it. If you're walking and you do like a four pace, you know, one, two, three, four, and as you're coming up, well, if you want to get some of that slide, sliding, I mean, think of like ice skating, um, you know, you, you're pushing off with one foot and sliding forward with the other foot. Cause if you try to do it with two feet, you'd either fall flat on your face or you wouldn't be able to get a good slide. So to do that slide, you sort of kick one foot forward and the other one back and you keep that other foot back to sort of brace yourself so you're not just balanced on one foot. Does that make any sense? I used to actually be kind of good at that for a little while. <clears throat> um, no, I'm just trash. Black Hat had no good form bowling. It turns the bodies of the balls rolling down the lane to use mental force. And the ball just... The old diaper roll... Yeah, you walk up, you crouch down. We used to call it doing a potty shot. That's what that role. Uh, I know there's probably different nomenclatures. All That's the other fun thing, like finding what nomenclature people use for that stuff all across the, the country or the world, right? Diaper roll, we called it the potty shot. I think some of them would call it a granny throw. <clears throat> but uh, some people would like, some dude, he'd kind of like walk up there and like, dump the ball he actually did pretty good um but the guy that uh we changed his name to sucking dick he had good form that dude really he would get up there and really throw his arm high up and really kick his leg back he's a good bowler that guy was a really good bowler and so it's sort of a similar thing i don't want to say like pool but i feel like the people that you watch that are good at pool really just have a good mechanic of keeping the cue straight. Um, you know, just very smooth and don't like, uh, angle it to the side, especially if you're going for a, a hard stroke. Uh, you know, like if you're, you know, if you're breaking the, <clears throat> if you're doing a break, you know, some people can just absolutely power that thing through where they almost take one hand away and they're just like spearing it. If I tried to do that, I ended up taking a huge gouge out of the table. Um, 
Krista says, honestly, you have no idea how you're on league. Probably because there are either other people worse than you and or it's just like, look, it's just for fun. Some of them are more serious than others, right? It's like it's like beer leagues, whether it's baseball or whatever. It's just a way to get together and have fun. If you're doing people who are doing like serious tournament shit, but like I'm not competitive enough. Actually, maybe I'm too competitive. I wouldn't. I couldn't stand to lose. So I'd rather just play where people are just there to have fun fucking off. <clears throat> Never see someone accidentally throw the ball behind them. Always watching the people die for cover. Oh yeah. You go to swing the ball back and it just flies off their hand. Everybody dives out of the way. I've had a couple of times where people have done that and like then it like near pull their thumb out of the socket because their hand is stuck in the ball. They're too afraid that they're going to drop it. So they get one that's like tight on their fingers and it's like, ooh, no. It's also how you do the dreaded throwing the ball up and either hitting the ceiling or skyballing it and throwing it like halfway down the lane. That gets you fucking yelled at too. Although I I had a little period of time where I would do sort of a pseudo skyball. I was effective at it. Um, I felt like when I didn't do that, I would angle my hand too much to the side. And so throwing it close to the front set of arrows... I would like fuck my shit up. But if I aimed further down the lane, for whatever reason, I would be more accurate. And, and like, that's just, uh, I don't know, just mechanics and weird. Like, it's kind of a, like, man, there's a lot to it. There's more to it than you'd expect. And then you get people who like, oh, I hate this alley because they oil it too much and this brand of oil and so on. So like, that's a whole thing. Like how recently the lanes were oiled and what brand of oil do they use and what's the temperature because that effect like it's man it's serious people serious about the bowling i miss it i really do that was fun it's just a good time and and something that was relatively inexpensive that you could do for a whole afternoon especially if the weather was shitty hey man let's just go fucking bowling all right go there do a couple Bowl a couple games, maybe take a break in the middle, go outside and have a cig- couple cigarettes or fucking a cigar or whatever you're going to do. Smoke some crack, fucking get a cheeseburger, get some beers, fucking hang out there all afternoon. It'd cost you 10 bucks. Especially if you had your own ball and your own shoes, because you didn't have to fucking worry about finding some cracked piece of crap bowling ball. Mm, it's some french fries. Mm. They would always like, almost always have those crinkle fries. Super salty crinkle fries. No, this was a Mexican coffee tonight. So, um, this was a coffee with some tequila, some tequila, a little bit of some brown sugar, uh, just a pinch of some monk fruit because I don't have regular sugar, sugar, and uh, a tiny bit of some vanilla protein powder to uh, add like extra spice which didn't really work so great but it was delicious um flavor was fantastic because i'm also out like i'm out of booze i'm like i don't like to get a a new bottle and have the new bottle be opened on thursday because then it's weird because then i'm starting monday and then i like run out halfway during the week i like to do a nice fresh bottle on a sunday that way then it's like all right finish my fifth by Thursday 
No, I also know I'm drinking the same amount more or less every night. Instead of doing the oopsie, that was a strong pour there, sir. But yes, uh, I think we're going to end it. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for stopping by. Pool, yeah, pool is more about the angles. Well, and also, I feel like if if when you're playing pool, you can learn to hit the ball straight, to just hit it straight and not too hard, you can be fairly successful. I always end up either hitting it way too fucking hard or then just way not hard enough. And that's just like, I always struggle with stuff like that. Very much better off if I can just, I don't know, throw a horseshoe. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, that's going to do it for today. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, it is Mother's Day on Sunday. So make sure you, if you love your mama, you tell your mama that you love her. And um, hope you have a good weekend. We'll see you soon. Um, I think next week. Is there a special thing I was going to do next week? I thought there was, but I can't remember. Mm, maybe I'll do retro games one day. I don't know. But anyway, enjoy your weekend. Uh, hope you all are able to get some sleep, as they say at the end of all these episodes. Stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. And we'll see you soon. So, good night, everybody. Let's go ahead and raid over one of our... <laughs>